welcome to That's a Chunky. This is Kevin here with Jared, King of the Slams, and the man who told Vulture.com it's okay to have a little porn at work, James. <laughs> um, how you guys doing? Great. Yeah, doing great. I, uh, yeah, I, I had a one kind of annoying thing happen today. Um, I fed one egg and it cost 40 eggs, which really like <laughs> yeah. kind of put me in the dumps. But other than that, I'm doing pretty well. All right. We are lucky to be joined by the creators of egggame.org, Matthew and Drew. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing great. Yeah, I am. I am so excited to talk about this egg game <laughs> and the funniest show on the planet. <laughs> All right. So uh, much to the surprise of some of our listeners, I actually uh, script out some questions ahead of every episode. Um, it doesn't show. <laughs> and and with this one, right away, I just imagined like the clock ticking on the show 24. And I was like, at 3 a.m., I think you should leave came out and pretty quickly we had egggame.org <laughs> and I just want to know the timeline of of how this all went down. Um yeah, so we we got together on Tuesday evening uh and we just sat and binged the entire season 3 together. Uh pretty much start to finish very minimal pauses. I don't even think we stopped once for a bathroom break. We were pretty dedicated to getting the whole thing in. Um <laughs> And, you know, I, we, we really were having a good time watching that, that egg sketch. Um, and I think I kind of looked at Drew, who at the time was, was buying a, uh, a domain for something else that came up in the show. And I was like, oh, I wonder if we could somehow make this egg game real. Uh, but I don't know. I was just, I thought it was more of a far-fetched fun idea uh, and not necessarily something we'd be able to do. But the next day we were driving to work. And I was just kind of like, hey, how long do you think it would actually take to make the egg game? Uh, and Drew, being just the the genius whiz he is, was like, yeah, no, I could I could probably get it done in a couple hours if you just make some assets. So we uh, we spent a really good chunk of Wednesday uh, just figuring stuff out, uh, walking back and forth between each other's computers in the office. Uh, and by the end of Wednesday, we had version one of the a game which included uh everything except the windscreen and the second donation link so we had the ability to drop eggs into the mouth of uh, one egg is 40 eggs you know the you ran out of <laughs> eggs do you want to buy an 80 pack uh all of that fun stuff plus the donation to the ruth ellis uh foundation and then the second day uh, i woke up on thursday and my inbox on both Twitter and Reddit were just bogged down uh, with people quoting the show, but also asking where the hell the bush was and the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> um, and lucky for us, uh, that day, actually, all the staff at work were on a retreat. So it was just us students. And we were like, OK, what better way to spend are our one free day than by drawing the butthole and bush of a stupid egg. Uh, so we started off by just doing the butt. Uh, and within a couple hours, we got the butt animation in and we were like, all right, yeah, 
we're, we're pretty happy. At that point, we had 1.5 million eggs dropped. So we put out <laughs> an update on Reddit uh, talking about 1.5 million eggs being dropped. And also, uh, for all you you folks out there that like to look at a little poor network, uh, the butthole is live. <laughs> and of course, you know, everybody being the fans that they are, it, it was very happy for them but also a little sad because they realized that there was no bush included yeah uh, i know i responded to one person and i said you know i had to sit there and draw every frame of this guy pulling his pants down and showing his butt i wasn't really in the mood to draw the bush either uh but you know we kind of had we had to give the fans what they wanted so we ended up including the bush and the butthole <laughs> animation um people wanted the bush the, the people right. wanted the bush i mean <laughs> the people demand the bush you give the people the bush um and I don't think I had comically correct. Oh yeah. And you know, every time I open up my computer at work now, uh, and I go to my downloads folder, I, I have every frame of the butthole just right there. And I, I feel really embarrassed about it, but I also know like, I don't, I'm not sure I'm ready to get rid of these assets for my desktop yet. So, uh, but yeah, within, within 48 hours, we had a uh, version two of it done with the Bush and the butthole. Uh, everything was pretty much as close as screen accurate, uh, including a second donation link, which one of the Redditors who commented said that we should include the Biff Whiff link. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. we, we added that to the GoFundMe. Um, you guys have any questions um, about a game? I, I have a couple, but I want to get out James's. I, I, I have several, questions. but James, you go yes. first. Well, um, I guess... One thing I was going to ask is, did you have any interaction with the Alec Robbins, the guy who kind of like did the stuff, the version of the game that was like shown uh, on the show at all when you were working on this or after you worked on it? Um, so we, Drew actually ended up finding Alec Robbins's like portfolio account yes. and linked it on our website uh, to give credit to him. Cause obviously, you know, I did, I didn't make yeah. up the assets on my own. I, I very much was inspired by what he did. Um, and the next morning drew actually was telling me that Alec had uh, posted something on his Twitter, basically saying, I can't post the official, you know, one from the show, but these, these creators did a really good job replicating it. So uh, he, he kind of gave his, his uh, stamp of approval, which meant a lot. Uh, yeah, it was especially, awesome. you know, yeah, it was awesome. Everything was cool. Like it was, I think it was week launch. It was Wednesday night. I think yeah. I put the site up at like 10 PM and it kind of, I started to see like 30 users on, on like the Google analytics that I had set up. And, um, and I saw they were all mobile and I was like, I, I was, it was a long day and I was like, I'm not going to do the mobile styles tonight. Cause it looked like garbage on mobile. I was like pushing like fixes to the live site to fix it on mobile probably every like few minutes as it was like increasing in user count rapidly so i was like trying to keep up with it um yeah one of the early screenshots was that was definitely like that bad mobile version where it nothing was scaled every like the egg when you dragged it was like off the screen it was it was definitely hacked together but it was it was awesome to see just have the number of like the i'm really happy i set up the google analytics because it was just cool to see the number of live users on the site just keep on going up when it kind of hit its peak but do you know yeah, what was, the, what was, the peak was um i i don't know the peak of like the at one point i know at one point we definitely had like 1500 on the site um wow. but of all time we've probably <laughs> had we've had about 220,000 users 
Wow. Wow. Um, and about 12 million eggs dropped, which is incredible <laughs> and awesome. And I love that part, that's a stat you can get. I know. Yeah, it's amazing. And then uh, there's about, I think, like 17,000 people clicked both those donation links combined. So we've got that's eyes great. on that stuff, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, there's, I think I did the math on like, because I can get how with the average time on like how, how long people spend on the site. And it was like 428 days of like time was spent on the site by like Friday, wow. which is awesome. James, I, wow. I think we could use our like math backgrounds to figure out um, the total hit to the economy from this website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's probably comparable to like, you know, when you hear about March Madness, March Madness uh, yeah, exactly. you know, sucking <laughs> yeah. productivity, it's probably on the same scale, I would guess. March Madness doesn't have as much push though. <laughs> it does not. No. Um, it's funny when James when James started that question, I was like, "Oh no, did these guys get sued by the creator?" I'm really glad <laughs> it, it had a happier ending uh, yeah. than that. Yeah, um, actually, um, it's it's been really cool because Alec Robbins, you know, posted about it, uh, and in every interview has basically credited us as having like a fan account. Uh, but we just found this out yesterday. Uh, Tim Robinson has actually played our game. And oh, he wow. thought that it was the one from Netflix just for Alec to be like, nah, this is a game.org. This is a fan made <laughs> account. So we have, we have the approval of not only Alec, <laughs> but Tim Robinson himself. Uh, luckily I have not gotten any cease and desist emails from Netflix. I have been <laughs> rapidly refreshing all of my notifications, very worried that they're going to be like, Hey man, uh, Bush and butthole, you got to get it out of here. This is, this is our turf only. Uh, but everybody has been unbelievably supportive of it. Even people who on Reddit or Twitter were like, oh my God, you guys beat me to it. I was literally going to do it this weekend. Uh, but like, congrats, you did a great job. So it's been really cool to see just everybody, you know, especially higher ups be super supportive. We even had um, the Lonely Island tweeted about our game. Uh, wow. And that became one of their most like original tweets. I, it was awesome because like it, we, we all live in like the same apartment. So it was it was basically Matthew yelled, guys the lonely island just tweeted and we all like just yelled what it was like maybe like 9 30 <laughs> it was super cool yeah so i like ran down the hallway i was like oh my god guys this is real and they posted the gif and it just said you're looking at a new day uh and they just you know they just said agame.org but the fact that you know lonely island which andy samberg's a part of uh, but also their their producers on the show tweeted it and then that same day at like noon uh the the band bad omens yeah. just posted it that like awesome. no context and i think i think we hit a 2000, <laughs> 2000? person live spike yeah because you took a video oh of it. yeah so like as soon as they posted that like two thousand people were on the site <laughs> live uh, and i think that was our biggest our biggest yeah. spike but and it was like a lot of people who haven't seen the show and were just really confused so it's like people <laughs> saw the bush and were had no idea what it was a lot of probably people front probably of thought at work. I'm saying they probably probably thought they were actually looking at porn at work. You know, it probably became a bit of an issue. The next day we went into work and some people said that their works had like had to ban a game.org on the Wi-Fi. So, I mean, I think you should be able to look at a little porn at work. You know, I, yeah, I know. Tim, you're right. You're right. Uh, also, it's not porn. It's just, you know, the nude egg that they won from their game. But, you know. It's fun to see that it reached so many people in such a short amount of time, um, but also that they, they were willing enough to look into the donation links and not just, you know, take the time to, to have a laugh at, at the egg. 
Yeah, it's good to hear you guys aren't getting cease and desist because Tim sends us like three or four a day. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, it's good to hear you guys are having a positive effect. All right, I, I need to hear a Jared question. Yeah, two-parter. Um, did you consider making the bush bigger? And if not, can you make a bigger bush and send me the frame of it for scientific research? I I would be more than happy when I get into work tomorrow and I get on, I get on my laptop. I would I would be more than happy to send you your own personalized version. Oh, I'll right, like I'll, I'll digital sign the corner, whatever you want. I'll make oh the bush God. a little bit bigger. You know, send it to my work address, my work email address, please. Okay, yeah, I think that'd be good. Send that as your wallpaper, so every time yeah, you know your boss walks by, they're like, "Hey, that's the nude egg you won from your game." Yeah, and I they, they just have a little it's more respect award. for you. I know. Yeah, you you're not in trouble be, at all. You can't be in trouble for winning it. All right, I, I have a technical question. Um, I have to make a confession that I, I have not yet beat the game. Um, oh. I play it sporadically. I'm trying. You know, I'm, I'm wasting time doing stuff like producing podcasts, stuff like that. Um, it Like, can you explain... Because clearly part of the point of the sketch on the show is that the logic of the game is totally ridiculous so like how how did you guys program that into the game um like yeah it was a it was just like random garbage that i made basically (laughs) it was like i would have i would have like these random intervals that would pop up with the random egg count and it would it would just be completely random between like one and a hundred seconds um behind the scenes though to actually win the game uh, all you need to do is just drag a hundred eggs. That, that's oh. literally it. Um, <laughs> Got it. At one point, I saw someone did like a speed run they posted on YouTube, which I thought was really funny. Um, and, then, and, and then in like it was post like I got I found the video like maybe like a, like an hour after after it's posted, and I bumped up the live site win parameters to like two hundred eggs just to mess with them, which I thought was goofy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so subversive. <laughs> um, I have to. I just have to throw out. Last two weekends ago, I ended up just randomly at this hotel where they were hosting a convention for GDQ Games Done Quickly, which is like a speedrun competition. And one, some of our listeners, or I'm, I swear to God, I might do it. Have to do a, a egg game speedrun live next year. It's like for charity. <laughs> I just think it would be pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. uh, there's uh, there's there's good speedrun tax uh, if you're really <laughs> going for that. And this this you know this is a little a little hint to all of those out there that are trying to get a speed <laughs> speedrun world record on a game. It gets 42 seconds right now. 42 seconds was the world record uh, last time we checked. Uh, if you play on your phone, you get to go faster because the A oh. and the basket are closer. But also you can just uh, drag your window of your computer to be smaller and it pushes it together and once you get it in that sweet spot you can just kind of you can just kind of zoom uh no lie i just won i, I was playing through the through the <laughs> um, and so you got said, it 40 41 seconds uh, <laughs> i i will so last episode we had steve moulton on um from the show and right when he called in i had the tab open and it was like 56 and um, I don't think he really figured out what was going on. And then I realized I had to mute the tab just before we started recording. So um, I almost, you almost had a little airtime accidentally. 
Um, all right, that's all my questions. James, James, where are we going from here? Um, well, this is kind of a, a non-egg game specific uh, question, but just like... Kill, it, kill his um, mic, Kevin. Kill his mic. <laughs> Congrats, big boy. <laughs> um, I'm, I mostly just wanted to, like, you know, ask uh, how long you've been fans of the show, like what you like most about the show, you know, tell us about how, what you think about I think you should leave in general. You go first. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I I have a confession. I started watching the show about a month ago. Um, it just by chance uh, we were hanging out a couple of us and our roommate and friend Dylan, who uh, kind of did some more behind the scenes work on the A game. He pulled up uh, the first episode of season two, I think, and I was like, "Oh, this is really funny." So we ended up sitting and binging all of season two and then i went on my own and watched season one and i was like oh this is this is really good i've been missing out um and you know i think i think a draw of it is just it's this this stupid absurd humor where there's just layers upon layers of stuff uh and you never know where it's gonna go and i I think that's that's the kind of humor i like uh but on like a more personal level i think it was nice because it was a really good bonding moment with my friends just kind of this Mm -hmm. thing that like I've heard you guys quoting it for months now, and now I'm, I finally get to be a part of, you know, the, the inner circle of jokes. And, you know, we get, we quote it on the way to work. We quote it while at work. You know, we just, it, it's become like so ingrained in the zeitgeist of our like, friend group that it was nice to like be able to like, get into that a little more. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's my short lore of it. Yeah, I, I started watching it la- like in August last year or so. And also through Dylan, because he recommended it. And we all, like a couple of friends just sat down and watched it like all one night. We were dying at the Dylan's Burger thing. I think we quoted that for like <laughs> two months at work. <laughs> um, it's just, it is such a, a hilarious show. I love like how you can just, like the layers upon layers, like Matthew said. It's just, you can, anything a character says, you you like, if you think about it a second time, you're like, why would they say that? And what's the context of why they would say that? And who is this person? Like, how do they exist? It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's so goofy and it's hilarious. And, that... and James, I told them we were going to make them say their favorite sketches uh, during the episode. So you guys got to, perfect. you got to say it. It's, mine's the Dylan's Burgers. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I also don't know what it's called, but. I... No. Yeah. That's a good pick. Uh, I think mine's got to be the zip line. I think so. Dylan Dylan's Burgers was my favorite, and then Drew was like, "I want to do that." I was like, "All right, cool. Let me think of another one." I was like, oh, "God, that zip, that zipline one from season three is so it's so good." There is just something so just like hysterical about it that I can't even like exactly put my finger on. But I I've seen so many people talking about it online, and just like I think it's just a very like universally loved one, which makes me happy. But uh, I think because I'm I'm a video uh, production major, so I think. I also just kind of get a laugh at like the editing of it of, you know, that she says, you know, something like, you know, oh, you're just here for the zip line. And then it's a bunch of quick cuts of him doing just like the most stupid <laughs> stuff on the zip line, like jumping into the water and just like the, the comedic pacing and the editing of it is just like, I don't know, that makes that's just another layer of a reason why I think it's so funny. Um, yeah, I think we were that's a chunky was recently followed uh, by the actor who um plays the zip, zip line operator so i'm oh, hoping <laughs> hoping we might have a little magic there um because i think he yeah, really nailed it 
It would be great if he could like hook us up with some personal zip lines too, just like as a perk. Yeah, I know. I'd, I'd love, love to be able line. to ride some. I'd just don't gain to... too hard. Don't act like it's just yours. <laughs> don't be too rough. Yeah. Don't, be too, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. be too rough on the rope. Shut up, too Mike. Rough on the rope. By the way, I wanted to book the love interests from the sketch, and she's a famous actress with like 10 billion followers. So I, uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Okay, I'm that's so... what I thought. Because when I was watching the episode, I'm like, no, I've I've seen her in stuff before. Like, you know, sometimes I feel like some of the the actors are like, oh, they, they're more like comedies. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I've seen her in like other serious stuff before too. Yeah, I think she's in the Flash, actually. Okay, that's that's one hundred percent where I recognized her from. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're not, it's we're funny. Not her. No, I'm a little out on pop, like true pop culture, and like every once in a while, like the guy who plays the tour guide in um in Lardboard Oaks, like he's a musician with like I- infinite followers. <laughs> and I was like, oh no shit. Um, so I, I have no idea what's going on, um, unless it's in the I think you should leave universe. Um, Jared, additional questions for the guys? I was going to ask about their favorite sketch, and then you just took that from me. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. You just, you just, I don't know. I asked about the bigger bush, and then I was going to ask about the sketch. <laughs> Do you want to ask like a either like a smaller butthole or like? <laughs> no, I thought the but the butthole is the butthole. You know, you can't really do much with it, but. Um, the bush, you know, bushes grow sometimes. Totally. Did yeah. you guys have, so when you were trying to like um, replicate the, especially the bush and the butthole, like, did you have <laughs> multiple iterations of like how you designed it and, and how to like make it best look like the, you know, the version from the show or was it like yeah. straightforward? Um, I tried out a couple different ones and the so the one in this show looks a little more like hand-drawn scribble and when i tried to do that it just looked like a kid just like scribbled all over the illustration i was like <laughs> all right i know this is kind of a janky game you know on purpose but i'll you know we're taking the time to do this so i went i went with a little more refined bush uh you know i thought we put our own little artistic spin on it i didn't want to completely just you know uh uh take what Alec had done and just, you know, basically do it myself. I wanted to do a little, a little bit something different. Uh, the butthole, <laughs> I had, uh, I had like six or seven different ones that I was trying to get close to the show. Uh, and I kept looking cause there was like a little white spot inside of the one on the show. And every time I did it and like shrunk it down to send it, I was like, no, this just, it just looks like I messed up the drawing. Uh, so I ended up just being like, all right, we're going to do a solid hole. It gets it gets the job done, you know. I got the I got the good spread cheeks, so I thought that kind of helped make up for the lack of a one to one, you know, film accurate butthole. Uh, so the the bush was mostly a, a one and done, but you know, I I think I definitely spent a little too much time trying to figure out what kind of what kind of hole I wanted to make for him. Perfect. That's it's good to hear that there was a lot of like care and pains taken to just make make sure it like works looks good you know makes sense for the the game i i appreciate the effort that went into it oh yeah because you know um what, what drew and i kept talking about is you know obviously we want to make this game to make people laugh but uh more than anything the game was sort of just this this wrapper and this little smiley face for the donation links uh that was the big draw we wanted to do that um we knew that that wanted to be the main focus was you know you got to give 
obviously like this the that skit but these were really important causes and so um we we wanted to make it look as good as possible to keep people there so they would see those donation links and you know yeah. con consider giving and uh we got the idea because i found a, a calico cut pants website that someone made which is super cool and they had a donation link so i was like well why not just continue the the trend of I think you should leave fan sites or just sort of these donation kind of platforms for really good causes. So it's like, why not just keep on doing that? It's a good idea. It helps. So the, uh, clear, like I, I say this with no irony or just the most positive community, uh, within the United States is the, I think you should leave fan community. <laughs> oh yeah. Some weird thing that people that are drawn to the show are kind and, uh, humorous which i think sometimes is like an underrated quality in in how you value people i don't know I, i'm just like uh really taken aback by every interaction i've had either like with our experience doing the podcast or even just being a fan of the show um people are so amazing and, and it, it's like it just feels nice to be a part of it and, and you guys have sort of continued that i mean it's like you guys there's so many things on the internet that people uh, try to figure out, like the driving crooner, how they're going to make money off it. Um, <laughs> and and instead, in the I think you I think you should leave community. You guys have followed the trend of trying to benefit other people. Yeah, this is another time for us to plug. Um, you know, obviously Biff Whiff, who has really um, just starred. It just been so amazing on I think you should leave and in his other ventures acting um is sick um and you guys have a link at eggame.co dot dot org and we will also put it in our show notes um to benefit uh his fight with cancer um which is just uh, a thing that I think is every you know hard for everybody to think about um but we do want to support him. So, you know, I, I have a sincere appreciation for you guys instead of monetizing, um, trying to benefit other people, which is really amazing. Yeah. That's how it should be done. That's it's goofy. It's like, it's something fun. It's, it's, it's for fun, but why not help a little bit? So yeah, it means a lot that, you know, hearing it face to face is, is super cool. Mm -hmm. I, I'm super appreciative of it, honestly. And, and just, and you guys can, talk to this on some level to segue on the concept of the driving crooner um, you said you guys may have something else in the works again don't don't say anything you don't want to say i don't even know if i'm on the right right trail here yeah yeah um we've been workshopping uh we got really busy at work this week unexpectedly <laughs> so uh the egg game sequels kind of taking a backseat but uh is still still in pre-production uh drew did buy a domain did. as soon as the sketch happened i bought it um dot com and all the other ones were taken but i think probably like netflix or something i don't know so i have the dot biz okay. <laughs> um, i think kind of fits the theme honestly i feel like that yeah. character would buy a dot biz totally. um yes so <laughs> uh yeah i don't know we, we got some ideas i don't right. know we, i mean not i, I want to do it but It'd be cool. It'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, right. nothing, nothing set in stone yet. Um, it's, it's be different than Ed Game because we don't have anything to go off of. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> it would be kind of our own thing. Uh, we want to stick to the theme of the show, um, but we've been trying to figure out how to naturally incorporate um, 
more more places to donate uh and you know we like like i said you know the the whole draw is to be a fun face for just a donation site essentially uh so we've been trying to come up with some fun ways to incorporate the driving crooner um because like you said the the i think you should leave community is just like ridiculously like kind uh and funny and so you know being able to draw these kind funny people you know we've had seventeen thousand people click on donation links for the ruth ellis center and for the gofundme for the the cancer treatment so like you know if, if we could even get you know a 17th of that you know whatever if, yeah. if, if one person looked at our you know driving crooner.biz and decided to check out the link like that's a win you know one more person helped it to make a good day I know, I know somebody on the reddit post was like well i really just wasted 10 minutes drop dropping eggs into my mouth but i also clicked your link so you made me a less productive but a more generous person like thank you and i, I think that's kind of what our goal has been you know you know yeah have fun but let's let's do nice things for people it's also from like the development side of things it's just it's so much fun to just make this like the goofiest sites imaginable like you there's always like those nor there's normal like websites that you make that for like work and stuff but then i can sit down and and have something that shows a butthole to a user so it's like <laughs> it's fun it's goofy so yeah exactly it's like you know when else did what i get to just sit and draw <laughs> a butthole at work when I, you know, when I'm making some boring infographic, like, no, I got, I got to draw a butthole that helped 17,000 people potentially give to these good causes. Um, I, I just want to throw out, I know very little about uh, programming in any sense, but I'm familiar with the world of augmented reality, um, where an app is interacting with real video. Seems like there's a little space for the, the driving crooner.com there. You know, you have the the decal on the screen, the person holds the camera up to their face, creates oh. a like little three, four second GIF, posts it to Twitter, um, tags ITYSL underscore memes, but but not the <laughs> not the other one. Do you guys yeah, know James has beef with another Twitter account? Is no. it just the uh the Turbo Team 3.0? Is that what you got beef with? Oh he he knows it. Yeah, well, yeah. It's not James directed. James, yeah, we'll... a peaceful man, the other guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> the beef there. He just uh, follow. He blocked James. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the story from his end, but apparently he's uh, he's not a fan. Yeah, mm -hmm. I divested all my funds from his Twitter page, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just just so we'll and we'll link it in the notes. Um, James was part of this amazing roundtable uh, on Vulture.com um, in which I was really touched by the last line. I, I won't give it away for you guys. Um, but my wife read it and literally like texted me in awe. Um, and you guys can read it, so you guys will see what it's about. But um, James, as always, handles himself um, amazingly, and it's, it's really fun to read. I also thought all the other people that uh, were interviewed in the roundtable were great. Um, so just a, an amazing read about sort of the meme making culture of I think you should leave. James, were you guys yeah. all on like the same Zoom call for that? Yep. Yeah, we um, he brought us all on a call and just kind of, um, you know, he prepped us a little bit beforehand about like what kind of general topics he wanted to ask or talk about. And then he just kind of it was pretty free flowing and he definitely kind of edited down our whole 
I think we talked all together for like almost two hours, um, wow. just like, you know, talking about the show and like, um, you know, some more interviewee and some more just, uh, you know, any conversation that's about, I think you should leave and devolves into just sort of like quotes and humor and stuff. Um, so it was a really fun time. It was really cool to connect with those other um, people who do the meme stuff. And, um, you know, like you guys were saying, there's just something about the community that is, it's full of kind and funny and, you know, people who are all excited to lift each other up and talk about mm -hmm. this fun thing amidst, um, you know, just like, um, you know, making, making friendships and connections and, and having a good time. And, um, you know, I think people who like the show like those kinds of things. And also I think that translates to, you know, that um, willingness and excitement to, you know, support good causes um, and, you know, there's no no coincidence that the um, getcalicocutpants.com has a donation link, and I'm sure it's driving traffic just like you guys with the egg game are to these good causes. And it's, you know, the outpouring of support for Biff Whiff and his um, GoFundMe for uh, Miss Cancer Fight also is just kind of emblematic of all that, too. It's great. Amazing. For the Calico site, is it for people whose wives eat batteries? <laughs> definitely, definitely helps them. Um, you always forget that that's embedded in the sketch. I know. <laughs> One of the deeper jokes in there. Um, and I know, so I did want to give all of us an opportunity um, to sort of make this our uh, chance to overanalyze um, this sketch, the sort of egg game sketch. Um, you know, obviously, the overarching theme is most people do not have, like, full access to who walks in and out of their office at work. And it's so brutal when you're, like, heavily distracted by something and somebody comes in unannounced. Um, and it's, it's like, there's sort of a gray area as to whether it's their fault or your fault. Like, they probably should run it by you that they need to talk to you. Um, but it's also funny how sometimes you're just distracted by the the weirdest or stupidest thing. Um, and, and the gameplay of Egg Game is, it's really indicative of like, usually you're less, it's like what causes you to be distracted is not um, how fun or amazing something is. Sometimes it's how frustrating something is. <laughs> Um, and I just really love that about the sketch. Like he can't figure out what's going on. And, um, that's sort of what distracts him most from it. Um, I've had issues where like, I'm trying to actually work and the, the like site I'm using is not as functional as it should be. And someone's trying to talk to me and you're trying to like, you know, rotate something or like justify something. And it's really frustrating. So I don't think it's a, a very like deep or hidden meaning, but uh, I enjoy that part of the sketch. Thoughts? <laughs> I, I, I agree. I think the game itself is just brilliant. And like, I don't know, uh, some people get like super into gaming and do like the crazy graphics, but the games I find myself gravitating to are like kind of dumb, like, pong, <laughs> yeah. like Pong games or, you know, just like something yeah. where I'm like, I don't want to think about it. I just want to drag eggs into it. You know, it's just like, 
that's the kind of thing I end up doing on my phone. Like, it's just, it's sad, but like, like, I don't want some complicated, like, um, like fantasy game where I have to pay attention and think about like the next step. I just want some mindless activity. Um, and so I, I think that's what's, yeah, I, I love that about the sketches that it's just such a stupid game. The graphics are like so basic, but it's totally something I have played on your guys game. Um, and I'll go back to just because, uh, it's just like, it's a good framework for a mindless activity. I agree. James, any deep analysis on this one? Yeah. I mean, I, well, uh, without like, I totally agree with what you guys said, um, about it. And I think, um, I think it's a good, this sketch is also a good example of how keen of an eye Tim and Zach have for um, like real life conversations and like mannerisms of people. And so the way that they uh, constructed the like his coworkers coming in and, you know, kind of confronting him about something yeah. and it, it's mm -hmm. like finally boiled over and the like the like phrasing and attitude and him bringing in the other coworker partway through, like all of that is so perfectly realistic and like presented in such an accurate, but mundane way where it's like, um, you know, they're, they're very upset about it, but it's like, it boils down to just like sending or not sending emails about some like kind of, you know, mundane office things. Yeah. Uh, and so the fact that like it's basically just serves as a backdrop for you seeing this completely disconnected, completely absurd game that Tim is playing and that is distracting him from this thing that these people are so upset about is like I think that's one of the things the show does so well is like the mixing the mundane with the absurd um and making the mundane seem very real real life. Um that's one of the things that always makes me laugh is like those, you know, the setup scenes and the conversations like before the real humor happens. Um, and then also I, I really, really, one of the most entertaining parts of the sketch for me is when the coworkers, when he, he like reacts to the game to the point that the coworkers like, what are you talking about? And then they, they come around to see what he's doing Amazing. and he's like explaining the game to them is just so good. Um, their faces on it are perfect. Uh, everything's great. Uh, Matthew and Drew, any any uh, additional thoughts on the sketch? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's sort of a cosmic gumbo. I could not agree more of like the mundaneness of the show. Like, the, I feel like the best sketches are those office sort of based sketches yeah. and like just those like environments that are always so boring and the most absurd thing happens. It's it's hilarious. Just and Tim is Tim. I love how like the joke is usually always on Tim also. Like it's always like, it's just, this guy is just the, the oddest character to like, and he just, it does the weirdest things, but somehow you can, you kind of see his like viewpoint in some ways. Um, it's just, it's just, the show is just, super, it's just cool. And it, yeah, that, that's, that's I guess my unprofessional bullshit. <laughs> AOL blast. Uh, um, yeah, it that that's the thing with Crashmore is it's it's like two of the best sketches ever. It's so funny. I know. 
Um, I think we're at the point of the show where I'm looking for finishing thoughts, final thoughts, if anybody has any. I will say I wasn't on the first like post uh, season three thing. Um, the sketch that's sticking with me, I mean, obviously Zipline, I think just from the memes, I see it all the time. And I showed it to my wife tonight, who's not a huge fan of the show. And she was like laughing at it. <laughs> um, the one that's I think about a lot is Jellybean, the one where he can't talk. Um, it's really I, good. It's so good. And it's just Tim. It's a perfect vehicle for Tim <laughs> and his good. rage. Uh, and then just the escalating, like, what is that? What What are you doing? And it's just like, and it is pretty obvious what he's doing, but like, he still takes it so personally. Um, I don't know. I think it's brilliant. And then the, I think like the little, the cash calculator is fucking brilliant. Yeah, the ticker in the background is such yeah, a perfect, amazing touch that like puts it over the top. I know. I know. I, Jared, can I tell you my jelly bean idea? And yes. we can like kind of float it out there and see what the listeners think. Um, I think there's a Spotify green room feature we have aspect like access to, which is like a live podcast. You, me, and James could do it, <laughs> and we could do it do it the same way silently, and maybe we could like do it as a benefit for Biffwiff. I don't know if we'd have enough interest. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, if people are interested, you can email us at figureoutwhatyoudo at gmail dot com. Um, even if we raised a little bit of money, I've always wanted to mime raking something. So, um, I don't know. We, we'd have to come up with a story, but, um, I'm sure three minds like ours could, could definitely come up with something amazing. That's a um, great idea. I love my it. idea. Love it. Um, but yeah, that, that I, I feel like season three um maybe its greatest strength compared to season two and season one are the i don't know if i'm doing the the plural right here but like are the premises of each sketch um i feel like there's a really um everything is really intelligent and has a great premise um so i I sort of look forward to investigating that more i agree and i think they're to it's to the point that it they that helps it become more rewatchable because on first watch the premise is so out there that for a lot of them that you don't really grasp what you're watching and understanding until you finish the sketch yeah and so then once you kind of know what the hell you just watched and then you rewatch it again later, then you you can really pick up a lot of depth about like what the humor of these sketches um, are. And so it really holds up well to rewatching. And I think it's, it really enhances, um, enhances, enhances them on rewatch. Yeah. I, I think along those lines, I think a sketch now that's kind of probably overlooked a little bit that is going to grow on people is the uh, opening sketch with the, pundit who's always on his phone i mean i think everybody has a friend who like initiates a conversation about something and then like two minutes in even if you're not arguing with them they're distracted like i'm a fan of the nba and like people will always be trying to talk about my team and then like two minutes in they're like yeah 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 and they're like looking at their phone and you're like (laughs) what the fuck man like you you know you dug me into this conversation and now you're clearly not listening um, now, if they were distracted by egg game, dot, that's a different. Kind of, kind yeah, of that's understand. Different. That's yeah, happened understand to me that. several times. Uh, I'm not in trouble. 
Um, uh, Matthew and Drew, uh, final thoughts before we wrap things up? You guys can say um, anything. Anything. <laughs> oh, man. I should have got that. I should have got that. Um, no, honestly, it's awesome. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, thanks for having us, I guess. I don't... It's our pleasure. It yeah, was, it's just cool to great. talk about the stuff that we make, like uh, that we just made. Because I would have never thought this goofy site that we just made for maybe like, we figured maybe like a thousand people might have just like smiled at it, giggled at it. Like, we never thought that it would have just gotten that this big, which is awesome. And it's super cool that just, it's just awesome to see how how cool and like positive bunch of feedback and just impact it kind of has had. So, so th- thanks for, for just sort of having us on to talk about it. Yeah, I definitely wanted to uh, thank you guys. This was so cool. I remember, I remember opening that DM, and I'm like, "Man, I I really hope this isn't like fake. Like, this would be so cool to sit down and talk to some people." Um, so th- thank you guys very much, um, and to all the people who are listening, thank you uh, for going to a game.org. Um, we would love it if you would donate. Uh, yes. Keep an eye out on drivingcrooner.biz, uh, Kevin. I might have to. Uh, might have to do a cease and desist for you. My God, were you like reading our minds or something? Oh, with no. the, the concept idea? Man, you were like, you had a little bug on us before you even knew who we were. You were like, these guys are these guys are cooking up something I need to listen to. Got it. I, yeah. There's, a, there's I could, a couple ideas. I could edit it out if you want. Seriously. No, actually, no, no, I really good. like the idea of like the GIF like being exported and you can like put it on yeah. Twitter, which is that's super cool. I love that. Oh, you you kind of like took all the ideas we had and put them into one and made it cohesive. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Wow. You know. I always thought I was kind of an idiot, so now no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I just, I didn't say it earlier. You were really on point with it. I was like, damn, he's like, this guy, he's kind of listening to us. All right, <laughs> this, I, this, I think you should leave. Is like, it's like, uh, it's just making my brain work on higher levels. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's connected us all. <laughs> um, all right, so I think we're uh, we're gonna sign off. Uh, James and Jared, I'm going to have you guys stay on uh, so we can talk about a little show stuff. But um, and so, a sincere thank you to Matthew and Drew. You guys were awesome. Thank you so much. And don't be a stranger uh, when when the next project happens. Oh, absolutely. We will we will make sure to let you know. And we would anytime you guys want us on, you just you just let us know and we will be there. Perfect. And likewise, awesome. open Thanks, invitation. Guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Right, thanks, guys. Good night. That's a Chunky has always been supported by the Etsy shop of Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. In the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, at the Nighthawks diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, You also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. Um, Those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive t-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bufano in white. He has a uh, very affordable... Uh, Bozo the Clown Clown Pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, There is a Baby of the Year bib and onesie. Uh, He has Angels and Archways t-shirts, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Knights, 
um, which is being framed and put on my wall and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative, I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or uh, short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably placed at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash Swayzine, again, Swayzine is S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Um, you can own these shirts yourself. Um, and we want to thank uh, Reggie from Swayzine for his support of That's a Chunky. Mm -hmm.